Hey everyone, what's up? It's Chelsea Van Buskirk with the Heart AF Podcast. Hope you're all doing well. This is a follow-up from last week's episode, Everything Happens for a Reason. So here we go, part two. I really wanted to take the time to elaborate even further just on my own journey and my own experience, just how honestly every single moment in your life has this ripple effect of everything it touches for the future, right? Like everything you're going through right now, if you're in any kind of transition at this very moment, I need you to open your mind and realize that, you know, five years from now, what is your life going to look like once you get through this transition? Going through change, transitioning, that's always hard. Like you, you think about the butterfly, right? That it wraps itself in a cocoon. Like when you're in this moment of transformation, going from what you used to be to what you want to be, there's going to be pain. And a lot of times you do have to cocoon yourself. You have to really work hard at keeping yourself in solitude in a lot of ways and trying to block out any external noise to really keep yourself focused so you can keep moving forward and working on yourself to make that transition so that you can push yourself out of that cocoon and become that beautiful butterfly and get to this joyous moment in your life. And I think I ended the last podcast on that just I'm in this amazing space in my life right now. Like I have come through the depths of darkness. There's been a lot that I've gone through to get to this point, but I am thankful for everything I've gone through to get me here because I wouldn't be at this level of joy, at this level of feeling free and being able to confidently be more of myself and be speaking on this podcast, like all these things that I had to go through to get to this point, to this moment where I'm doing what I love, like that is so amazing. And I know my journey's not over. I know there's many transformations ahead of me, right? Like I know that if I want to keep leveling up in my life, like each time I level up, there's going to be this change that's involved. There's going to be this need to go through another transformation, which means doing hard things. It means seeing hard truths. That means healing things that are stubbornly unhealed within me, right? I spoke about that on a few episodes, being triggered and going through some more trauma from my childhood that needs to be resolved, right? Like there's always going to be things to improve and work on. So the work's never over, right? But it's it's getting through those tough moments and then coming to a new leveling up process that brings you to these moments where you're experiencing full joy and you have that energy for life and you're enjoying life more and things become a little bit easier. Like it's easier for you to get back to that space where you are in that high vibe state of mind, right? I've talked about it before, like raising your vibe, raising your energy and reaching for those feel good feelings. I actually just created a playlist that if you want to grab, it'll be on my website where you can put in your email and download my high vibe playlist over 70 songs that I chose that really help get you in the mood and pump you up and raise your energy. Like if you're feeling low, you listen to a few songs and get into the music, sing the lyrics, feel the beat, like move your body. It'll help you raise your energy. It'll help raise your vibe. It'll help boost your mood. It's so amazing how music can be that powerful. So I've got that playlist for you. But moving forward, I just want to talk about this ripple effect of things and people that you encounter in your life that get you to have these transformations throughout your life. And it's some things that might seem insignificant in the time that you're meeting or interacting with people. But later on, as life progresses, you see how that ripple effect of meeting that one person changed your entire life. And I want to speak about my experience and opening up to you 
about some things that I formerly was very self-conscious talking about. I was very afraid of speaking my truth, of being vocal with the things that I learned and felt true for me. And I just want to have a little disclaimer here that just because I believe certain things or certain things feel true and right to me does not mean that it has to be the truth for you. Like you're entitled to your own perceptions, how you want to see and view the world, how you view your spirituality. I never want to knock anybody for what they believe. I think everybody's entitled to their own perceptions, their own views. Everybody has a frame of reference of what they think and what they believe based on what they know at that given time, right? And as you learn and open your mind and expand, you might change your mind or you might come into new perspectives and new views. And that's okay too. So wherever you're at in your journey, I never want to make people think that I think their views are wrong. I don't. And I don't think that my views are the only right way. This is just my view through my experiences, what I've come to learn and know for myself and what's true for me. So please keep that in the back of your mind. But I do welcome you to keep an open mind on some of the things I say that if it does spark you to explore different ideas or views, see how it feels to you. I always like to tell people, you can know what feels right for you. Like if you really want to know and listen to your body and learn to listen to your intuition and try to figure it out, what's the best choice for your higher self, your intuitive self, that piece of you that's connected with the divine, things can get twisted and you don't really know like what's the best choice for my highest self. And the way to really figure that out is listening to your body because your body is actually a great communicator and letting you know what is really true to your soul, what is true to your divinity. If you're thinking about doing something and you feel very tight, cold, it feels very resistant. There's this hardness or if you tense up when you think about it, you can think about this in relationships too. Like, do you tense up when you think about spending time with that person? Do you feel uncomfortable? And it feels wrong. It's like a negative feeling, right? Like it just feels tight and constrictive and pressure. Then you know that that's probably not what's in best alignment for your highest self. But if it's something that makes you feel relaxed, like you feel excited, you feel warm, you feel loose, you're comfortable, then you know that's a decision or you're around somebody that is meant for your highest self that's really going to affect you in a positive way. So that's a way to listen to your body. But moving forward with my story about getting to this place where I'm living my purpose, like When I was first struggling as a stay-at-home mom and really just feeling like I didn't really know what I was doing with my life, I always wanted to be a mother. I wanted to be the mother that I never had. But being a mother for me was very isolating. I had no friends. I didn't have a huge support system. Like I had no family around. My dad lived in a different state. And so I I saw him as often as I could. But still, my day-to-day life, I felt like alone, you know. And one of the ways that I started getting myself out there is I joined a network marketing company and I had a great time doing it. I was very passionate passionate about that. I built a lot of amazing uh, relationships and friendships that I still hold till this day. This is something I started in 2012. So over 10 years ago is when I first started that journey. And I mean, I was in it for a good four or five years, really hustling and, and building a team and making great money and feeling that independence and really thriving on that achievement and and feeling like I was making a difference and and helping people and things like that. So that was a great time in my life. And you become Facebook friends with people. So you watch people over the years. And so as I started going through different things, there was a time in my life where my relationship with my husband was in a very awful spot. I was spiraling in a negative way. I think it started with postpartum depression and I never really quite 
fully recovered from that. I found myself trying to gain control of my life by getting into bodybuilding. So that was one thing that I did. And I can talk about that experience at another time. But essentially, I got really serious with that, was very strict with my diet and manipulating my body. And that was a sense of control in my life when everything else was so chaotic and just horrible. And in, at that time, I had really let my anger get out of control. And it led to me finally seeking out help and going to an anger management. And so I was put into some one-on-one counseling and then a group anger management program. And through that process, I was really starting to see where I had these wounds that needed healing. This was the first start to my self-healing journey. And through that process, I saw this girl that I used to do the network marketing company with, and I saw that she was a psychic medium. And I was very curious and interested in that line of work, I had seeked out other mediums to try to connect with my mom. So my mom passed in 2009 before I had kids. It was a very traumatic passing. She suffocated on her own vomit. That's how she passed. Like she was under the influence, fell asleep and was vomiting in her sleep and suffocated. Like that's how she died. Anyway, I always felt like because the last year of her life, me and my mom's relationship was very rocky. Like there was a lot of things that were unsaid. There was a lot of fights. I was curious, like I was brought up with a variety of different faiths. I never had a faith that I was raised in consistently. Like I had a grandmother who was a devout Catholic. So I would go to church with her. I would go to church with different friends growing up. And, you know, there was Baptist church, Lutheran churches. I had friends that were in Latter-day Saints and I would go to events at those churches. Like I knew a lot of different people. And my grandmother on my mom's side was an Assembly of God church. And I got to see a whole variety of different variances of this Christian faith. And so I was concerned that because my mom died for drug-related causes, I didn't know, like, did she go to heaven? Is she in hell? Like, what's going on, you know, in the afterlife? Like, where is she, right? Like, I had those questions. I had these unresolved issues with her. So I sought out mediums to get mediumship readings to see if they could connect with my deceased mother to see if I could find some kind of validations on where she was. Is she okay? Can I communicate with her? Does she have anything she wants to say to me? I feel like she should want to tell me she's sorry, you know, like she owes me an apology. There was all these things, right? And so I had seen a couple local mediums and never really got the answers I was looking for, like never once had my mom come up. And so I saw this girl that I knew through my network marketing company come out as a medium and she was doing these Facebook live readings. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to book a reading with her. And I can't tell you how much my life has changed from her readings. And it started off with one. And no, my mom did not come through. She eventually did. And I can get to that in another episode about why the timing of that happened the way it did. Because again, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens in divine timing the way it's absolutely meant to. What I've learned is we all have free choice. So we all have decisions we can make. Like if you think about our life as like a line from the time we're born to the time that we're, you know, to die. And this is like our highest self, our self that's connected with the divine. And this is like our low self, our, those low energies, the ego self. This is where addictions like jealousy, fear, anger, depression, like all those low energy kind of feelings. This is like the lower path, right? So we make choices in our life that either bring us higher or lower. And so even though we all have this kind of mapped out like ending point, because we have free will, we can decide which trajectory we go along this path. And so sometimes we can end ourselves early, right? Because we have free will, like things can happen or we can make choices and bring ourselves higher and experience this greatest joyful life we can 
have, right? We all have learning experiences and usually all the things we go through in our life are meant to get us back to reconnect, to come to this higher place, to learn the lessons we're meant to learn in this life. There's a lot of stuff there and I've done a lot of research, a lot of studying through this whole journey of mine to learn more about purpose and why we're here, right? When you start asking those existential questions and because I did not have a consistent faith to help me with these questions where a lot of people might have answers to these questions through their faith or religious groups that they belong to, right? I got to experience all these different varieties. And so I always had a lot of questions and I always felt there was a lot of conflicting information, like nothing really felt right. So there was this inner knowing inside me that I just, I, I felt that. And even through college, I was a behavioral science major. So I did a lot of sociology, history, anthropology, psychology classes. So a lot of study of people and studying how groups work and how the mind works and things like that. And I took one class that was the anthropology of religion. And it really went into the details of all these different groups and civilizations through like the beginning of time and how there were so many similarities between all these religious groups. And for me, that's not right, because I always felt like there was this kind of universal like truth or this universal knowing when it came to a higher power. And that it just seemed to me, this was my own opinion that I came to know through my own experiences, my own lens. But it felt to me like there were so many similarities between all these faiths. It just seemed like everybody had their own perspectives on them, but it was the same thing. Like I remember they had a seminar in our high school about the Islamic religion, and it was talking about their faith. I was like, holy shit, this sounds a lot like Christianity to me. Like so many of the things were very similar. So there's all these instances, even in art history, when you're going through the history of art and artworks was very intertwined with faith, right? Like even the cave paintings and things like that, they're all intertwined with the stars and people's civilizations and this higher power stuff, right? So again, this is my perspective on just seeing that there's a lot of commonalities and different faiths. So trying to figure out what my own faith is and what I believe and, and what feels right to me and listening to that inner knowing within myself. So as I was getting these mediumship readings, and it was in these readings that I started to gain clarity about myself and my own healing. Like she was the one that directed me to do some EMDR therapy that helped me with a lot of the traumatic memories I had around my mom because I was so sure that a lot of my anger was coming from my issues with my mom. And that gave me an opening to see that it was really the abandonment I felt and this unworthiness inside me. Anyway, it was these readings and these spiritual counseling sessions I had with her that led me to realize a lot of the pain that I'm going through, like I've always had this calling, like I've always felt unfulfilled, like I was meant for something more. I just feel it. I just know it. And the more I was learning about myself and the more that I was learning how much of my life I'd been living as this caged person who was a chronic people pleaser, always just not listening to myself and doing things and saying things based on how other people perceive me, like this huge need of needing to feel accepted because of this old wound of unworthiness and abandonment I held as a child when it was still going on. And so going through the anger management, doing these mediumship readings, like all led to these changes and this growth in my life that led me to know that I wanted to help other people overcome these feelings of unworthiness, overcome this fear of actually being themselves and coming to self-acceptance and coming out strongly and confidently as themselves in their relationships and in their families, because that can be hard to do. Like sometimes we cage ourselves with trying to fit these molds we think we have to be that are laid out by our parents or our family groups or our religious groups or whatever communities we're in. Like we feel like we have to fit these molds. And the truth of it is we don't. We really don't. It is not anybody else's responsibility or power to tell us who we have to be. 
Like it is on us. You get to decide who you want to be. Who do you feel like you are? You are allowed to explore and figure out who you really are without those constructs of a societal pressure or a religious pressure or a familial pressure. I feel like that's what those early adult years are really for self-exploring. And I think as we grow as a society, more and more people are coming to know that and are giving themselves that time. Like we're seeing a lot of women waiting till later years to have children and settle down in relationships because they're now taking the time to figure out actually who they are as an independent, aside from who they are as a partner and figuring out what they want in partnerships and things like that. So as the years are going on, I'm in real estate, which I really don't like. It's not my jam. It's not what I want to do. I'm doing it because it was a suggestion by my husband because we invest in real estate. So it was like, we, one of us should get our license. And it's like, that's not what I want to do. That's not where my passion is. I love helping people. That's always been number one. So I was able to use real estate as a vehicle to help people. And it did help me build relationships that I cherish. People that still help encourage my growth to where I am t- today. I started on this journey of wanting to do this podcast. 2020 was the year I was like, I'm getting out of real estate. I'm starting a podcast. I want to help light other people up. That was my mission, to use my light, to use the way that I've lit myself up by growing in my self-confidence, by growing in my self-worth, to be able to light other people up, like to spread that light and spread that confidence out so people know that it's okay to learn to love yourself. It's okay to let go of the guilt and it's okay to take care of yourself first. It is a disservice to your family, to other people when you don't put yourself first. I, I hate when people try to make you feel selfish. It's not selfish to take care of yourself. And I will keep fighting to make it known, to help people know that it is not selfish to take care of yourself and figure out who you are because it's a disservice to the world if you don't get to show your true authentic self. So as I was growing in my spiritual counseling readings, like I was really getting into different ideas that I had never even known, like this whole world I never even knew was available to me or I was aware of. But the more I kept digging and the more I kept reading and learning, it just opened up all these new things. And from this friend, she really opened that door for my own unique gifts to come through because I've always known I was um, a very empathetic person and a highly sensitive individual and Because of that, it's easier for me to open up to those higher energies and be more receptive. It started off with me getting trained in Reiki. I went all the way up to master teacher in energy healing. It's a beautiful healing art that helps heal your energy. And if anybody's interested who doesn't know about that kind of stuff yet, I can go into details on that in another episode. But going to that led into me doing an intro to mediumship class. So then I did an intro to mediumship class where I got to work on my psychic and mediumship abilities, which was great. And then from there, I was invited to do a psychic mediumship certification track with this group. We met weekly, we did practice readings, and we really helped heal each other. We did group meditations. It was so beautiful and it was so healing for myself. And it gave me the chance to really figure out some of the things that I wanted in my life. And it was scary because I felt like I was going up against my own family. And this caused some tension in my marriage too, because I was so afraid, like, is my husband going to leave me because I believe these things and I don't know if he's open to it. It was really hard for me to feel comfortable enough to even come out about what I was doing in my room every Tuesday night, like these mediumship classes. And I would try to tell him about it and he wanted to be supportive, but he didn't understand it which was fine at the time because I was like, that's okay. You know, he doesn't have to understand it. And I think even to this day, he doesn't completely 
believe a lot of the things that I have done or that I experienced. And I even would share some of the readings I received and just, oh my gosh, can you believe that they picked up on this? And I don't think he really believes it quite yet. And that's okay. And so finding that confidence to speak my truth and speak about these things that I was doing. And then when I went to a couple in-person healing sessions, and then at the end of the psychic mediumship certification course, I had to do an intensive in-person three-day testing. I was really excited about it. I felt really great. And I really thought that's where I was going to go with my work, that I was going to become somebody that did psychic and mediumship readings and card readings and things like that, along with the energy healing. And it's crazy how things turn out because everything felt really great. A week later when I got my testing results back, because you get critiqued by all the people that you give readings for, my teacher had told me, you know, everything looks great. You're good to go on the psychic park, but on the mediumship, you need to work on your confidence. I need you to do five more practice readings before I can give you your certification. So I remember that night I booked two more practice readings, got them recorded, and I just had three more to go. And the very next day, my dad went into the hospital where he died a few days later and my world just crumbled. And I never really went back to the mediumship thing because it was really hard for me to get to that space because now my dad was in that space. And the thing is, people who can tap in and do readings for other people, it is really hard to do readings for yourself because you have this layer of emotion and that emotion can become like a block. So even though I can sometimes feel when my dad's around me, I feel the signs he leaves me, I write letters to him, and sometimes I get things in my head where I know that's him like saying something to me. It's different from when you're doing a reading from somebody else because you're not attached. Like you can look at it objectively because as a medium and a psychic reader, you're basically just a telephone. You're the interpreter, right? Like you're playing charades with whatever they're allowing you to see at that given moment. I know people have a lot of questions and curiosities about how mediumship works and things like that. And I can get to that in another episode. But really, I just wanted to finish this with the ripple effect of what happens just by, you know, me making that connection with this one woman in a network marketing company 10 years ago led to everything that's unfolded since then. And, you know, I think my dad dying when he did, I believe that everything happens for a reason. So I feel like the timing was when it was supposed to happen. And I needed to go through that grieving experience before I could launch this podcast. I always knew I wanted to speak and, and do these things, but I wasn't ready. I didn't have all the lessons I needed yet to be able to start this journey. So it's like now that I've had that grieving process, now I have this other layer to relate to other people on. That grief of my dad, that was the worst of the worst. That was the biggest significant loss in my life. And it still is to date. And I know there's things to come that I'm going to have to go through, but I feel like I needed to get through that grieving process before I could really launch this, before I could really get into writing my book, before I could speak clearly enough and have everything together to be able to teach other people and relate to other people on all these other things. Like I needed this stuff to happen. Everything happens for a reason, the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm telling you, I'd really love to hear your feedback on this episode. I really talked about a lot of heavy and intimate topics. I want to stress that everybody's entitled to their own beliefs and perceptions. I'm just speaking from my point of view, but I would love to hear any feedback or any questions you may have, or if there's anything you'd like to add about your own experiences with mediumship readings, or if you've had an inner knowing that you felt or ways that you've listened to your body, your intuition on certain decisions you've made or 
about your transformation. Like I love hearing about your transformation. Please know you can find me on my website at chelseavanbuskirk.com. You should find a space there to get that playlist I talked about. I also now have a um, online women's group. If you're interested in that, you can find that on my website as well. Or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at chelsea.vanbuskirk. I'd love to hear from you. Send me a DM. Other than that, I'll see you guys next week. Peace.